0: Hello and welcome to episode number 26 of the Coffee with Joffrey podcast. I do have a guest today. It's a friend of mine. It's Maria, who I've known for a pretty long time now. She's been in Dubai a long time. I've been here a fair few years now as well. So we've kind of um, connected and crossed over in uh, the fitness industry quite a few times. So it's awesome to get Maria on this show today because talking about constantly varied fitness and keeping exercise exciting and fun and there is no one better because if you go on to you may, maybe you know Maria if you go on to our Instagram page she is doing everything she gives everything a go um, she's a really really good athlete and super positive and motivating person so you'll definitely enjoy this one you'll probably feel inspired to go and work out after I'll um, I'll link her bio so you can go and check out everything that she does after you've had a listen but without further ado, this is uh, my interview with Maria. Okay, welcome. Maria, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. Thanks, Joffy. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, this is awesome. Long time since I've seen you.
1: It's been years. Yeah, yeah. It has.
0: I mean, I always, every day you're doing some sort of fitness activity on Instagram. So I feel like I see you a lot, but obviously haven't spoken to you for a long time. Maria, before we get started, do you want to just introduce yourself to the listeners?
1: Yeah, sure. So my name is Maria. I've been in Dubai for ten years. I've just actually recently, last week, celebrated my ten-year Dubai anniversary. Oh wow! Um, and I've been somehow actively involved in the fitness scene ever since I've arrived. Uh, I've done CrossFit. I took part in different competitions, from Firestorm to Dubai Fitness um, Championship, DFC yeah. Dubai Fitness yeah, championship, championship. Yeah, um, Did triathlons um you know from the uh, sprint distances to um olympic distance and yep. then i was on a team for uh, dubai half ironman um did different running races did a uh, obstacle race so somehow i feel like i know you've done it all in, yeah i've done it all and i know a lot of people in fitness because i just the community here is quite small and quite, it's quite strong um i grew up in slovakia um so naturally led quite quite active lifestyle yeah. we do a lot of sports so it's very normal children get involved in sports and you play outside a lot a lot of ball sports you did you play.
0: have a particular sport that you played
1: i did athletics okay. at school so 800 meters makes sense and um i did judo oh wow for about 10 10 11 years so i started very young you know you have weight categories so i started at the lightest weight, was i think it was 21 kilos like okay and then finished just when I moved to England for university. So I was about 18. I tried to keep it up in England. It was just very difficult. Uh, you know, I got there, no car. And then the closest judo club was about half an hour drive. So it was almost impossible yeah, to make yeah. it work. Um, and that's when I discovered gym. Actually, previously, so all the 18 years growing up, I was outdoors. Okay. And gym only came when I moved to England. And it was somehow to try and find a way to keep fit. But because it was ingrained into you time yes yeah like the movement was just engraved I absolutely love moving I move as often as I can I'm every single day in uh, different ways
0: uh, so let me ask you this Then why is it exercise important to you obviously you're someone that's done it since you were young and it's just something that's part of your life now but why is exercise important to you is there anything in particular that stands out
1: it makes me feel really good Like I have so much more energy. I feel like the more I do, the more energy I have. Um, it puts me in a better mood. Um, I feel less stress, you know, I do have a demanding full-time job. So this is kind of an escape. It's my happy hour, but also my social hour. Um, and I sleep so much better. I, I feel like it improves my sleep by the time I get home, um, 9.30, 10, I'm in bed, fast asleep.
0: That's interesting that you said then about, that. you know, you work full time because I'm sure for a lot of listeners, like a lot of people that have on uh, in the fitness industry, you know, have coaches on, have nutritionists on, that type of stuff. And that's our full time job. But for you, your love for fitness and you know how important exercise is that you make sure you still do that to work alongside your full time job. How do you find that in terms of having to balance that out?
1: Pretty easy, really. It's about planning. If this is like my happiest ever of the day, so I would never miss it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's in my diary, like it's in the morning. I don't take anything before 8 a.m. because I know that gives me enough time to get my workout in and get my breakfast in and then I can start the day.
0: Yeah. Do you generally work out in the morning then?
1: Yeah, I'm a morning person. Yeah. Um, I'm up at 5 a.m. every morning. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I mean, socially, I will go and meet some friends. So my friends, you know, I'll say, oh, let's go for a run. Let's have a catch up and we'll get a bite after. You know, I can do that in the evening. But my main workout, like me time is in the morning before
0: work. Yeah, nice. All right then, so y- you kind of said as you were growing up all those different activities that you do. In terms of what you do now, um, you know, I titled this podcast and I thought you were the perfect person to get on about being constantly varied and making fitness fun. Do you want to just kind of explain what constantly varied means, what, we, what we're kind of talking about with that?
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean, for me it is, there's so many different things and activities we can do to keep physically active. And challenge other bodies every day, and you know it can be as I said: go outdoors and go for a walk, go for a hike, or go to the gym. You know, hit like the intense training for five, eight-minute AMRAP, or yep. go for a slow, steady, uh, you know, distance run two hours. Like, there's so much we can do. Um, so I did CrossFit for four, five years, and you know I competed, and I felt like that was just. Beating the bodies every single day um, but I've learned so much and I've learned gymnastics I've learned weightlifting you know really stepped up my cardio my endurance um, now I moved away from CrossFit and it, you know discovered calisthenics and it's again just yeah, another way to move your body and it's it's so hard it is so hard like I think especially for girls like to get that first pull up Yeah. And I'm not talking about the crossfit pull-ups, you know, the keeping of butterfly, but to get that strict pull-up, like I've been training all my life and now I can do sets of fives. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But even one, one, it's it's hard.
0: A pull-up is, whenever I'm coaching, particularly like females, a pull-up is always like number one in terms of performance goal. They're not worried about how much they can clean or how much they can squat. It's like, yeah, I want to be able to do a pull-up. But it's interesting that you said about crossfit and, you know, I'm the same as you. I've done. Well, I think we've probably done it around about the same time in terms of when we started competitions and stuff that we've done. We've done the competitive side of it, um, but then CrossFit obviously gives you that because that one of their ethos is, you know, what CrossFit is is constantly varied, high intensity high intensity functional um, fitness, and it gives you a gateway to all these other sports. Right? You know, you said that you know since you've been doing CrossFit, you learn how to do weightlifting, whereas before CrossFit came around weightlifting wasn't a popular sport was it you know you wouldn't even find a you'd probably find one or two weightlifting gyms in Dubai now since CrossFit has come in people have maybe got into CrossFit and then gone actually I prefer the weightlifting side of it now there's tons of weightlifting powerlifting places I guess it's the same for calisthenics as well right you go into you go into a CrossFit gym you learn how to do pull-ups you learn how to do handstands and then you go right that's what I like doing let's go and find a route for that as well do you find that that's where you've gone?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And, you know, it's just opened up a new doors for me. Um, and it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Really fun.
0: I just like that you're, you're open to doing other stuff. So like I referenced it already, you know, if you <laughs> look at your Instagram, you're always doing something that's just totally out there. Like one day you'll be going and doing like a long distance run. Then the yeah. next day you'll be doing a one rep max snatch and doing calisthenics. So
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I was just thinking of everything I do. So, you know, I enjoy running, I really enjoy my strength training. I do calisthenics now. I go and do intercycling. I do high intensity interval trainings. I go stand up paddleboarding on the weekends. You know, I go to the beach for a swim. Yeah. Um, I go mountain biking in Shauka. It's like one hour drive away from Dubai. It yeah. feels like an escape, a holiday. Um, I do boxing wow probably the only thing i've never got into is yoga and pilates okay i just cannot switch my mind off like that's one thing i need to work on yeah like, i
0: struggle with that as well yeah. i mean it's it's a very How good workout don't get me wrong like if i've ever done a yoga or a pilates class i yeah. come out sweating just as much as a high intensity class but it's like you said being able to switch that mind off is often hard so yeah. okay do you um do you see any benefits from keeping your exercise constantly varied you know like is the type of training that you're doing and being so varied on doing different things, does that outweigh someone who's maybe just doing one particular type of training?
1: 100%, yes. Yeah. So I think the main one is, I see people doing one thing and they go into like plateau. So, you know, we we like, to, we like to do routine things and then get into habit and then the body gets quite efficient and okay, I'll go and do this and I'll go and do one type of training and I'm done. Um, but then... When the body gets plateau, yeah, th- the same thing we do. You don't really see the same benefits. So you know, if your goal is a weight loss, you're not gonna really hit it anymore. Yeah. So that's one thing. Introducing a new, uh, uh, new, new activities, new movement is to shock the body yeah. to see this faster results. Uh, the second one I would say is the prevent overused injuries. So you know, if we only use the same muscle group over and over, yeah, that's how we become. You know, that's how we get the injuries. Yeah. So Again, like you know, doing your running and then going to calisthenics. That's how I recover. Actually one day I'll do my leg session. Next day I'll go into calisthenics. I just, you know, I can do hundred pull-ups again because you know, yeah. I- I'm feeling fresh in my upper body. And then third one would be never get bored.
0: Yeah, um, that's what you said before, that's always that
1: good. Yeah, like I'm keeping, it, it's fun. I'm genuinely having so much fun working out yeah and doing different links
0: I guess the social side of it as well you must meet so many people from doing these different uh, like different training programs right all some, my friends yeah
1: and a fitness in somehow
0: yeah so you literally walk into one gym you got three or four friends there and then you go to another gym you got three or yeah. four friends there so
1: and you get to meet new people as well like you know if I go to new places I am pretty you know pretty friendly and social so I always get to meet new people yeah. who are like-minded you know they're obviously in a place because they like to work out as much as i do yeah um or you know they have probably a similar goal of just keeping fit look good yeah. f- feel healthy uh and then you know you learn new things so when i've discovered calisthenics there's so much to learn and i'm still learning you know like from handstands to muscle labs to like some you know basics of introduction to freestyle yeah um so that's you've you know, never
0: completed it right that feeling you've never never yeah
1: never so, you know, it's, I'm not just challenging my body, but my mind, it's, yeah, it's really good.
0: I always like the idea of, um, it might shock the listeners to learn this, but I'm not naturally an athletic person. I've just always worked very hard at what I've ever been, whatever, what I've ever done. I don't know. believe that. No, it's true, football. <laughs> I was never the most athletic, but I would always try the hardest and, you know, train the hardest and that kind of stuff. And CrossFit was another one of them where, you know, looking at someone doing a handstand or a handstand walk the first time, and going, oh my like I'm never gonna be able to do that. But then you practice and that ethos as I had was uh, you know, training harder and harder and harder. You know, I could walk twenty meters on my hand now and on my hands, and that's like a cool skill to be able to do, right? That I wouldn't have been able to do yes. unless I opened myself up to yeah. to new stimuluses and stuff. It is so.
1: about the hard work and you know, the effort you put in.
0: Yeah. All right. Is there is there like one type of training that you always make sure that you get in, in the week. Have you got, you know, based on what you know, works for you, that you enjoy, is there always like one type of training? Like HIIT training, strength training, calisthenics it's or?
1: strength training, okay. for sure. Um, I truly believe in, you know, lean, body, f- feeling fitter, stronger, and more confident, but also building muscles. Like I strength train every week, you know, meaning like two to three times a week, and I'm not bulky, yeah. but yeah. I just like the lean definition. And having more muscles like helps you burn more calories during the day. So yes. you know, when I'm doing nothing and I'm still burning calories, and I feel it because I'm constantly hungry. That's what I <laughs>
0: spoke about in my last podcast as well. So if you don't believe that, have a listen to my last one. You can eat more when you're doing some strength training, right?
1: 100%. <laughs> 100%. Like, I'm Like the biggest snacker. I mean, I eat all the time, but I'll carry my bag of nuts, like you know, yeah. raw, unsalted nuts, but with yeah, me yeah. all the time. I'm just... Yeah, I'm just always hungry,
0: and I guess like strength training as well, like just the confidence that it gives you as well, right? Just having the confidence, you know, going and lifting weights to be able to go and do other things as well.
1: Yes, yeah. So I read, really, you know, I work very hard in the gym to build my strength, but then I take that outside of the gym, and I'm able to do pretty much any sport, and you know, able to, to you know, move my house around if I need to move furniture. Yeah, able yeah. Able to carry my own bags. You know, I've. I'm genuinely pretty strong for that's, for a, that's for that a girl.
0: functional fitness, right? Yeah. Just a question on your recovery then, because you you know, listeners might be thinking, Oh, you know, Maria does so much, how important is your recovery and how seriously do you take that in terms of working towards a goal or how do you recover?
1: Yeah, so I eat really well. Okay. I, I fuel my body with, you know, mostly plants, whole foods. Yeah. Um I I'm always like well hydrated. I sleep. I mean, I'm, I'm in bed by 9.30, okay. like 9, 9.30, late is at 10 o'clock and yeah. I sleep till five. Yeah. Um, and I will, I'll get my weekly massage or physio. Um, and some of the sessions, you know, two or three strength sessions are very hard. But then when I'm doing calisthenics and learning new skills, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. You know, I'll have an hour of muscle up a week because I'm still working on them to be perfect. And I'll probably on in a session do ten, fifteen mass laps and that's it. Because you need to take so much rest and my hand starts to hurt. Yeah. And then I'll go for recovery run or stand up paddle board. So having like so much variety in my workouts in a week, I I my I, get, I feel like I'm giving my body enough rest to recover.
0: Yeah, well it allows cause you said at the start you said the most important thing is you plan your week out, right? So you know if you've got a a lower body strength session you can couple that up with maybe an after set after do that in the morning then in the evening you can go and do an upper body calisthenics session or you know the next day you could do a recovery run so I think that's a good that's a good take home in terms of just planning your week out and making sure everything that fits in there and just listening to your body I guess
1: yeah listening to my body and probably half of my sessions are social social sessions which you know if i feel good i push like i'll go into cycling crank and i feel good and i'll i'll be like okay i, I really want to hit my top score but if i feel a bit sore and tired i'll just go and have fun and yeah. move my body flush my legs you know that will be like okay the you know the objective of this session is just to flush my legs and yeah. then i'll do that i'm very okay with and that. i
0: think that's i think that's a big take home for people as well people that get overwhelmed thinking they have to put maximum effort into every session it's okay to you know turn up for a session and just go you know 50 percent you know this whole thing that used to happen inside it's more, more in like a crossfit environment you know that for this session today it's a one rep max deadlift now if you come in and you've had hardly any sleep the night before because maybe your kids have kept you up your nutrition has been poor for the day your moves not good the last thing you want to be doing is trying to pull a one rep max deadlift. that's probably when you're gonna end up hurting your back Whereas the other, so maybe that day you just build up to something that's relatively heavy and you just accept that maybe that you're not going to PR today. Whereas you might turn up to the gym, you've had seven to eight hours of sleep, your nutrition has been amazing, you know, your mood's in a really, you're in a really good mood, you're feeling strong, boom, that's the day that you're going to PR. And I think that's something that you learn with experience, right? Yeah. So, right, The more you get Definitely. into it, you get more experience to go and break those PRs. So. No, that's, that's really good. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, PRs are very rare, especially for us. We've been training for 10 plus, oh, ho- whole lives, but like yeah. 10 plus years, you know, doing some competitive fitness as well. It, I can't remember it's the last very time I pr I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> <either>. <laughs> Maybe a bicep curl.
0: Uh. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, the Dubai 3030 then. Is that something that you've... Um, taken to and you're involved in a lot i know you posted a lot of training videos online and
1: i've been trying to post a workout video a day for it it's hard i post a lot but i feel a bit more (laughs) pressure that i've committed to this um i really like this initiative um i've i visited the different villages um i think my favorite is the kite beach there's so much happening and especially on a weekend there's a lot of families getting involved so you see children from young age to the you know granny and grandma like getting involved in some yeah. some you know way shape or form um, and it's pretty amazing I took part in the uh, Dubai run
0: okay um, on Sheikh Zayed on
1: Sheikh Zayed rose among 70,000 other people That's unbelievable. and again I think they didn't expect it because I mean first of all the event was free so it's very easy to register and you know people have this intention to do things but when the alarm goes off at 5 a.m. or 4.30 for that run People don't go, but actually I feel like they all came and they all gave their best and the energy was amazing. I and think
0: it's just such a unique experience running on Sheikh Zayed Road, isn't and it? And running yeah.
1: on Sheikh Zayed Road. We all,
0: we all drive down that road, you know, however many times. And yeah,
1: it's probably the biggest highway I've ever seen in yeah. my life. And then running down there and then going around Burj Khalifa, you know, the tallest building in the world. So yeah. it was the the most scenic run I've ever done.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I would do it again over and over if I could.
0: Yeah, but it's not
1: brilliant. every day we get to run on the Shig Road.
0: Seventy thousand people doing that. That's seriously impressive.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, Maria, is there um let's kind of like look to wrap it up a little bit now. Is there anything that you or any advice that you have for, you know, the listeners um in terms of you know, just a small tip that you have getting into exercise. Maybe someone's struggling. They're just like, they don't feel a bit overwhelmed. They don't know what exercise to go and do. They've tried this exercise program and they can't stick to it. Have you got any tips from yourself that might motivate them?
1: Yeah, so first of all, choose activity that you enjoy, that suits your lifestyle. And as you said, you know, people try things and they don't enjoy it. It's okay to change. You know, try it. You don't enjoy it and try something different. Eventually, you'll find something you love. And even if, you know, if it's for three to six months, that's okay. And then change it. So I'd say fall in love with fitness, fall in love with yourself and looking after your own body uh, because, you know, you, you deserve it. So it's like at one hour of a day, just give it to yourself. Yeah. Do not negotiate. Like, it, you know, it is your meeting with yourself and you would never cancel on your colleague or on your client. Yeah. So just if you're struggling, put it in your diary and that's yeah. it
0: treat it like a work day
1: treat it like a work day it's one
0: of your it's in your diary you've got to do it and i think
1: small goals sorry set small goals and you know measure them then reward yourself yeah so let's say oh i'm gonna do three four workouts this week then go and buy yourself a new new leggings yeah you know get yourself a smoothie or something whatever works manicure pedicure
0: do you know what like buying training equipment is still exciting even when you've been doing it a long time right when you get a brand new pair of trainers you're like ah. I want to work out. <laughs> I want
1: to go for a run right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah.
0: You want yes. new workout equipment. That's always a, that's a little tip for you. If you're struggling, to go and It still works buy, on me. Yeah.
1: So many years later. Yeah. I'll go and buy a new pair of leggings <laughs> just so I can go and.
0: <laughs> go for a run. Yeah.
1: And take a picture for Instagram.
0: Yeah. I think um, <laughs> definitely go and check out Maria's Instagram. I'll let her tell you her tag and stuff now. But if you, what I like about what you do is that you're always trying to eliminate those barriers to exercise as well. So a lot of your workouts, In terms of your own training, you do a lot of like calisthenics, you've done a lot of weightlifting, all those types of things as well, but you're always happy and you share a load of workouts in terms of bodyweight workouts, stuff that you could literally do at home with no equipment. So it's good, you know, I say this all the time, there's no excuses not to work out really you know if worst came to worst and you you didn't want to go to a gym or sign up for a gym membership you go outside and walk and maybe get your steps up or you log on to youtube log on to your instagram and pick up workouts there's no excuses there so what's your um what's your instagram so and i'll tag this in as well oh
1: thanks so my instagram is at maria m44 ria okay i'll so tag that 44 in. number
0: yeah perfect yeah. and then uh I'm sure if anybody's got any questions or they want to reach out to you, you'll be happy to answer oh, them. Oh,
1: super happy. Please just message me, DM me, and I'll get back to you.
0: Yeah, perfect. All right, we'll wrap it up there then. Thank you very much, Maria. That was Thank very you, mo- motivating. Thank you, Joffy. Thanks a lot. Yeah.